Welcome to the Restored Living Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh and Jalen Harrell. We are a husband and wife who are passionate about partnering with people to rebuild, restore, and renew their life to the purpose God has for them. In 2018, God took our broken marriage and restored it to something beautiful. And we believe he wants to restore the parts of your life that seem broken too. Join with us as we talk openly, transparently about faith, health, marriage, sexuality, family, and everything in between. This This is Restored Restored Living. Living. Well, Josh is not happy. <laughs> it's it's still almost ninety. It's like mid November. Cry me a okay. river, babe. We're okay. Cry me a river. It's all okay. All okay, right. so for those of you who don't know, this is just a little bit about Josh and I. We live in Arizona, mm-hmm. and we are native northwesterners yes is we that are. what we're called Oregonians. now we're phoenicians we may, we're now phoenicians but which we is were Oregonians. but it's like a 180 in weather like one complete 180 in weather and so josh likes his colds in really the fall do. and winter it does not feel like almost thanksgiving when it's 87 outside it's, but the low is like 50 but it stays there for like a hot minute <laughs> who who's with me oh in this gosh. come on like i need i need some supporters here like I love that I can like feel warm in the afternoons and cooler in the so mornings. Layers, I can still though. wear all my cute so many fall layers, things. Kind of, but then you have to like wear t-shirts under it because you got to peel the layers. Yeah, but off I don't want to freeze. That's the thing, you guys. Arizona is so cold. Like well, you also get like a th- almost forty degree swing in a day. It really is forty. You have to wear anyway. all the things. We digress. We digress. <laughs> what's, the, what's the weather like well, where you are? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Oh, now we're actually going to start. He's, he's kicking me I'm out of to my get us, small I'm trying to keep us on our time frame. You know that. Which reminds me, <laughs> we need to start our stopwatch because we can't see it on the computer. Okay. Right, Ron, unedited, folks. Here we go. Um, episode five. Episode five. We're Although, rounding out the, the end last of November, episode, too. and I don't think we're going to change it. Is we said episode three twice, so y'all. I mean, it's episode four. Now okay. you know that this is really raw and unedited, yeah. and we just honestly don't have the time to be going through and editing them. So you just get whatever you get what you comes get, and you don't date. throw a fit. That's exactly <laughs> right. Well, what housekeeping? Let's start with a little housekeeping before yes. we get into gratitude today. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm excited! It's the week for this of topic. Thanksgiving, so and we're so excited. So, little housekeeping things. First of all, we just want to say thank you guys so much to those of you who have been sharing with us the things that you've been taking away from this podcast. We've gotten so many great messages of people saying that this is helping them look at other parts of their marriage. Um, Even if their story is very different from ours, they're just seeing parts of their marriage that they want to grow in, areas they want to experience healing in. Um, I had one person even say that this is actually helping her really process a lot of trauma she experienced as a child because of the things that her parents marriage went through and she was a a, she was in the um kind of the wake of that and so it's been really cool just to hear how um honestly it's nothing we're doing we're just we're just asking god to use the things he's taught us and ultimately um that these things would be an encouragement to you to first and foremost like lean into him and to trust in his plan for your life uh, and that he does want to bring healing and restoration. Um, but it's just been really cool to hear the stories of people and the impact it's had on them. Yeah. And it's really been, it's been so wild, the story. So yeah. keep them coming. Yeah. We love hearing your stories. We love 
getting to celebrate with you the things that are the ahas that you're having. And so continue to share about the podcast on social media. And also, if you want this message to be seen by so many other people, rate and review the podcast and subscribe to it. Um, That's apparently how this works. That's how this works. (laughs) Um, We, I mean, we're doing this for no gain of ourselves, you guys. But with all of the stories that we have just seen I know that God has a big plan for restoration in the lives of people in general, and we want to see that happen in the lives of so many more people. And so if you could do us a favor, and if you find value in this podcast, if you could rate and review it ASAP, that would be so helpful to us, just so that we can get this message out to whoever it needs to get out to, and it can help as many people as possible. Yep. I think that's pretty much is it. That, is that's that all we got? There's not much more than that. Not much not more than much that. Not much more than Which that. Which is good. That means we can dive into the meat of today. I'm going to have to linger on It that. is a meaty podcast that we have for y'all. So buckle up. It's Thanksgiving yeah. week. You're hearing as we're this and releasing it's like, this. Yeah, we're recording it a couple weeks ahead of time. But yes, you're hearing it just a couple days before Thanksgiving. And we were, it was interesting. So the, the topic of gratitude and having a podcast on gratitude really wasn't, it wasn't just born out of the fact that Thanksgiving was coming up, but we actually had, um, have been really kind of navigating this with our oldest and figuring out uh, how to model gratitude. With oh, you our guys, son Landon. if you want like <laughs> if you, the biggest <laughs> teaching moment in your life, it's being a parent. Just have children. <laughs> just have children. Or don't have children. I don't know. It's up to you, but I mean, it's taught us a lot. So we, in particular, yesterday, uh, we just, our oldest, uh, in in his natural state, just has has a propensity right now towards negativity and seeing kind of the lack in his day. Oh, you guys! Um, like he will. <laughs> yesterday, he was like one bad thing happened, and suddenly the well, whole day. And then is of course, bad. it's everything that happened after that was bad. And he was, and it was. I came home from work, and it was like. We're having dinner and, and this went wrong and the quesadilla didn't look the right way and he didn't have this thing happen and it was just like one thing after another and y'all y'all know what we're talking about yeah. you have all the feels with your kids right also now. we all do it too but we'll get to that later we do all get them we do all but that. it's just more raw and untamed in a child and so i i looked at landon and i just said you know son what you choose to focus on is exactly what you're gonna see in your life and I know that you don't want to feel miserable. And, and he's, I, I said, you, but you have to choose to see the good in your day. You have yeah. to choose to see what's going well. And, you know, he's like, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm really trying. He's through <laughs> you were tears. Like, so no, you're it not. It was this balance of, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, you're not trying at all. But it was this balance of like compassion for him because he's still seven and he's figuring out his emotions mm-hmm. and how to. But he also, he's old enough to know, and we talk a lot about taking responsibility for your thoughts and taking your thoughts captive in our home. And so it kind of, we went out on a date today and it, it brought us to this conversation about gratitude because that was ultimately what we were getting at with him was. Because earlier in that day, I had taken him to the trampoline park. Oh, there have been so many great And things. there were so many great things, but it's like. Sometimes those one, oh, I feel the spirit right here right now. <laughs> Sometimes it's that one negative thing that gets into our brains and it causes us to switch from gratitude and thanksgiving to almost like a, a cursed nature. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever notice that once something, one little bad thing happens, yeah. it's like all of a sudden there can be a snowball of well, bad things. And it was even, I mean, I even think like it started in the Garden of Eden, yep. you know, like yep. there was one tree they were told not to eat from, just one. And the enemy came in and she said, oh, but what about that one tree? Its fruit looks so good. 
And all Eve could think about was the one, the one tree. tree, the one thing she couldn't have, the one thing God had kept from her and how there's no way that keeping this from me could have been good. It's the one negative thing, the one thing of lack in our day we so often get, get hung up on. And so it brought us to this scripture. Actually, a sermon did as well. So it's funny because, you know, God tees things up. That's how he works. He sure and does. It brought, and this is actually, I didn't tell you this. This is the scripture that um, I used to really wrestle with shocking anxiety uh, at night when I was a kiddo. And I, my parents taught me the scripture really early on. It was the first scripture I ever memorized. I didn't know and that. And I would like, I know. You I guys, there's not this. a lot of things. I don't know. In <laughs> She's 10 known years me from majority of Well, and knowing me since I Well, I mean, that's true too. But, um, but Psalm 100 was the first scripture I ever memorized because it brings you to such a place of, I just think it brings a lot of peace because it's focused mm. on gratitude and it always helped me go to sleep. And so I'm going to read it uh, from the New King James Version, actually. We're going old school here, but, well, it's not old Is school. it really it's old new school? King it's James. New King it's James. not old King James. <laughs> or just King James, I guess. But it's a Psalm of Thanksgiving and it says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And here's the part I really want you to listen in on. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. And I love, I just love that verse. There's so much. There's so much peace just even in reading it. And maybe it's because I I just have such like a personal connection to it. But this is the foundation of a gratitude-led life. This is the foundation of leading from a place of gratitude and thankfulness in our lives. And we, we kind of, what it came down to is there's kind of three main things that we, we pulled out of this and just uh, some other pieces of scripture that we'll share too about gratitude and why it matters, why it leads to a more fulfilling life why it matters that we walk daily in gratitude. So what is, what's the first thing that gratitude does for us? Well, I think we've been talking a lot about this this week, but mm-hmm. gratitude really brings us back to the present. Like it takes us away from the past mm-hmm. and getting caught in the future. And it's so funny, you guys, because you'll see this in your marriages too. Like usually one of you is like past oriented or both of you are past oriented or both of you are, fe- I mean, it can be all across the spectrum, but I find with most couples, one is past and one is future oriented. And that's kind of where you tend to live. And, I, yeah. I tend to live in the future personally. And so I'm constantly like right now we're thinking about all of all of the future things that we have coming. Gosh, up. She has a long list. I, I should <laughs> share it someday, but not right now. Oh. Um, but I have so many things on my mind about the future, and mm. I can sometimes get lost in that. So I love gratitude because it brings me back to the now, where yeah. God is working now. Yeah, and and I find on the other hand, for me, I. It's really interesting. I'm a future and a past in the sense that I have a propensity towards worry. And my worry is often tied to things of the past hmm. and shame and regret. Or how are things going to turn out? Which hmm. is still not being present in the moment. And so this idea God's really been impressing upon my heart lately is just this is this, this concept of presence. And I think if we're not living in gratitude, it's really hard to live in the present. Because... Yeah. We will always either be thinking about how things were. Maybe you're walking through a hard season right now and all you can think about is how good things were. You know, we have some some great friends that are walking through hard seasons right now. And that's one of the things they're wrestling with is like, we just want to get back to how things were. 
you know, before, before all the pain, before all the hurt, we just want to get back to how things were, or we just want to move ahead to things being better. Yeah. And it, it living in that space, it's not wrong to feel that way. We all do. But if we can practice gratitude in those moments, it pulls us back into the present of what is Jesus doing now in mm. my life? Because Jesus doesn't just work in the thing that he's going to do. And he doesn't just, he's not just stuck back in the things he's done before, but even in the midst of whatever season you're in right now, there is something that Jesus is doing in you that we can be grateful for, something that he has given you. Um, and and we can get so lost in that because our world's not really, I mean, let's be honest, the world <laughs> itself is not geared towards being present or towards gratitude. It's all about what can I get and where am I going? Not- right, and don't you ever find that like when you are pursuing the goal or, I mean, I found this with my weight loss journey too, when I lost the 95 pounds, I thought my life would be better. Yeah. And my life was still my life. Like, it was. it's the most shocking thing because we think that getting that thing in our future, like if we have more money, if we have a bigger house, if we have all of these things, which I'm not going to lie to y'all, God blesses you. Like, there will be blessings in your life and God wants you to enjoy your life. And yeah. some of those might be financial. Some of those might be your marriage getting healed. But... He has so much goodness Mm. for you right now. And I think that is something that, you know, as a seven on the Enneagram, because I'm more futuristic and I tend to like look to all the things to fill my bucket, (laughs) I I had to learn this the hard way, being present and the goodness that God had for me in being present. And it really, I love in verse four where it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Because sometimes you won't feel like praising. Sometimes you won't feel like being thankful. But it's the way that we can commune with God and not be alone and get through. Like some of y'all, like Josh was saying, some of you guys are just going through really hard stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're looking to Aunt Sally to make you feel better. Or even like some of you might be messaging us, wanting some answers or wanting some help and and we're always going to point you back to Jesus because he's the best person yeah. to be able to help you <clears throat> with the things that that you need right now yeah. in this moment. And if we're not being present with God, we can't we can't find the goodness yeah. in all of it. We're just going to be miserable. Yeah. And I just it's a, it's a posture of our heart. Mm-hmm. And the fact that We don't, sometimes it's easy, I think, for us, and I know it is for me. I've really had to practice this over time, and I'm nowhere near perfect on it, never will be. But it's my... I think you are. It's my tendency. (laughs) No. It's my tendency when I enter into time with the Lord to start asking him to to fix all the things going on that Mm. I feel like are not where they should be. God, provide this. Lord, heal this. Lord, make a way for this. This verse says that we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So our heart posture when we approach the Lord is meant to be one of gratitude and praise. And actually, I was going to save this for the end, but I'm going to come to it now because we're here on it already. Shaking it up. Shaking it up. Always shaking it up. But here's the reason why. It's... It doesn't say enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise and be thankful to him, bless his name because of the things he's given you, because he will your marriage you. is, is is fully healed right now, because your 
your child has conquered their addiction because you know he he pulled you out of that foreclosure on the house. I don't know why I said that, but that's for someone <laughs> right there. It says, "Be thankful and bless His name, for the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations." Guys, the reason we can take a posture of gratitude even in our hardest seasons is because our gratitude is rooted in the person of Jesus. It's rooted in the fact that he is unchanging. Anything else that we're thankful, it's not bad to be thankful for the temporal things of life. But if those are the source of our gratitude, yeah. friends, when those when the bottom falls out and those things go away and you're in your darkest days and you cannot see a single thing in the physical world to be thankful for, and that's all you've ever known, there will be no gratitude in your heart mm. because it's not rooted in Jesus. But Jesus is constant. His mercy is everlasting. He is good. His truth endures to yeah. all generations. And so when we root it back in that place of Jesus, that can't be taken from us. We can't, people will look at you. This is how we look different to the world in gratitude. Because the whole world says, oh, gratitude is important. You talk to any psychologist, any whatever, they all say it's important. This is the difference maker, though, of true gratitude because it cannot be taken from you no matter how bad your circumstances get. Yeah. No one can take Jesus from you. And so that's what makes that's what makes us look different to the world in gratitude. That's what sets us apart from just being another, you know, person talking about how important gratitude journals are. Right. So anyways, so true. So true. So, so gratitude brings presence. Yep. Or presence is gratitude is brought in presence. It's, it's, there it's we go. Like they there feed we go. each other. They yes. do feed each other. That's right. Okay. Point number two. So point number two. This uh this verse has been one that we have many times gone over in our home and continue to go over. And um, it is, what is it, James? James 3. 3, verse 10 through 12. 10 through 12. And uh, talking about the power of, essentially talking about the concept of the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so, do you want to read it? You want no, read? you can okay. go ahead. So it says, And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. I think what I hear when I read that is that we can't be speaking gratitude and thankfulness out of one side of our mouth and then cursing all the things that aren't going right in our life that we think should be different out the other side. You can't have fresh water and salty water coming from the same spring. And at the heart of it, there, there's something, if you have, if you're trying to fabricate gratitude coming out of you, but really at the heart of it, you're a salty spring. This is essentially saying like, stop, <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. You can't be speaking life and death at the same time you ultimately it's coming from a place of if you're speaking any death and there's some there's some something at the core that is missing there's something at the core that needs to be addressed yeah and i think you know it's really interesting i love the the imagery of fresh water and bitter water and I, I was just thinking about the story with Landon, you know mm. like it was like everything was bitter coming out of his mouth and yeah. it when that happens, I mean, y'all have those friends, right? Like those friends that they start talking negative and it's like, it's kind of icky to be around, but that person who's just like, 
I mean, they're going through something really, really hard that has 100% the ability to like complain about that thing. Like, And they're can't... the person that you would never judge for complaining right. or speaking bitterness. You wouldn't judge them for but it. But they're the person living out of thanksgiving and gratitude and blessing. Yeah. And, and I just think sometimes we forget that God has put a choice in our minds to be able to choose what we focus on. Yeah. And this is something so foundational, but you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. Always. You have a choice to speak life over yourself yep. or death over yourself. And so when you look in that mirror and you don't like what you see, find something that you like to see and call it out. Speak yeah. life over yourself. I was just talking about this with a client the other day. We were talking about affirmations and what and I know some people think affirmations are hokey but I think affirmations when they're rooted in God's word and truth and we're going to get into that Mm -hmm. here in a second are so powerful so powerful because God has truth for you to ingest into yourself Mm -hmm. and whatever we speak is going we have been given the ability to create Mm -hmm. and so when you say oh, I don't like my body in the mirror. You are literally dissing the creation that God has made. You are made in his image. And you were made, yes, we are living in a fallen world, but you were made with a purpose Mm. and a calling. And sometimes, and I know I feel this way too, friends. Like I was just looking at my extra skin today being like, gosh, I wish this was all gone. And you know, and I could continue to speak that life over myself or that death over myself, mm-hmm. or I could transfer it to being, and I did in this, this morning, I was like, you know what? I have some battle scars from doing battle against the enemy mm. in my body. And where did that, how, this is the part that I want people to hear too, because this is also the difference maker. That wasn't just a mindset shift that you did in that moment. But where, what were the roots of that ability to shift yourself from speaking death over how you see yourself and your body to speaking life over yourself and, and changing the narrative? Where did the change actually come from? Like, where was that? What did you pull from that led you to shift that narrative? I mean, Psalm 139, you are beautifully and wonderfully made. Mm. Like, you are a prized possession mm-hmm. that was bought. When yeah. we, and, and we're going to get into this in a second, you know, God's word is so powerful and it tells us the truth about ourselves when the world has messed up mm-hmm. what is the truth of ourselves. And yep. I think this, you know, you guys knowing that gratitude happens when we speak life over our current reality yeah. is so important yeah like you have the power to t- change the trajectory of your life by the words that you speak yeah. especially like i think this matters to our kids for sure oh absolutely the way that we like when our kids like come into battle with us right and like <laughs> landon when he's really like annoyed and frustrated we with him the most probably right now right but i loved watching you as a dad set that example for him like i know you wanted to get pissed at him and be like oh come on guys i don't i'm a really pretty (laughs) docile person like i don't get angry easily but man there's a part of me and i don't know why i haven't figured out why yet but there's something in parenting and and the like arguing with a kid that just like in my in my flesh it just brings it out but i loved watching you interact with him in such a calm manner 
And that was out of gratitude, right? Like you just had this level of empathy for him and what he was going through and you wanted to help him through it. But your posture was that of gratitude and like, you have a choice here, bud. Okay. Do I, do I want to be angry with the fact that he's fine with me or do I want to be grateful that I have the opportunity to raise him up? Rooted in truth. Yeah. Rooted in God's word. And so I, I so was So that stern- he doesn't have to live a life of anguish like maybe right. we lived when we yeah. were growing up. Or the way that I can sometimes be. You know, I see it in myself yeah. now at almost 30 that, but I know it started then. Yeah. I know it started then when I wasn't grateful for the things. So then I just saw all the things mm-hmm. that were going wrong and then I saw all the lack and then and then it, it, it stole this posture of abundance and gratitude. And, and so sometimes we, you know, it... We can be really, it can be hard again, like it's, it, these all tie in together, bringing us back into the present so that we can look at our current reality and say, what am I grateful for now? Because I guarantee there are things in your life now and your current reality, even as hard as it is, there's at least something in your life that you are grateful for that in another season you were hoping for. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you, you right now might be in the hardest season of your marriage. But maybe you have the blessing of a child mm. and maybe, you know, years ago you just thought, I can't wait to be a mom. I can't wait to be a dad. Um, hold on to that because that is a proof. Gratitude also comes from, this is a bonus, just like a little, this is two part B. <laughs> um, gratitude also can come from a place of looking back at what God has done, mm. even when he has not yet done what you're, you're, you're believing for him to yeah. do. And so it's, and it's not because of the thing he gave you, but it's because it reminds you of his character. Mm. So looking back and going, what has God given? What has he done in the past that I am grateful for? Because that's going to remind me of his character. It reminds me that he is provider, Mm. that he is provision, that he is, he is the prize. He is the gift and it, and it carries us through, but we, it it takes looking at our life Ask really not actually, it's not, I don't want to make this about what we can do because ultimately it's, it's the power of Christ in us to even step back and say, Spirit, give me a give me a wider view of my life right now. Because right now, my flesh, it just kind of sucks. Like, I don't love it. Give me a wider view of my life. Help me see the mm. bigger picture from your vantage point. And then to live out from a place of gratitude, knowing that you have got this. That you, you see the bigger picture. So, Yeah, I just, last thing I want to touch on with the power of life and death is really in your tongue. Is, again, you get to choose whether you speak life or speak death on yourself and that goes the same for when you look at the future and when you look at the past too Mm -hmm. like i think there's certain things that we can pull out of our past that we we demonize or we play Mm -hmm. victim to or you know the world's against me and blah 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 but we're forgetting that god is good in all of Mm -hmm. those scenarios too and you know i was talking to a friend about this the other day i would not trade anything that josh and i have gone through i just wouldn't it was hard as hell (laughs) but and some days still and some days still is but But yeah there's been so much goodness all woven throughout it and it's almost like the bittersweet of gratitude that is so Mm, awesome i love and you just you saying that even just made me think i think you need to hear this truth right now and that is that if you have surrendered your life to Jesus, to the Lordship, to the leadership, to the, the person of Jesus, every single thing in your life is life producing. Yeah. There is not a single thing that can happen to you that can be that can happen in you that God will not use to bring about life. 
So good. God does not bring about death. So if you feel like the thing that you're going through is only causing death, it's just a matter of time. Mm. Because if you are surrendered to Jesus, he will bring things back to life. He will yeah. take what was death and bring it to life. He will use what the enemy meant for evil and turn it for good. Yes. This is truth from scripture that nothing in your life ends with death. When you are a follower of Jesus, it always ends. Even if the only life it ends with is eternity with Jesus, it still ends with life. Yeah. You might not see it this side of eternity. You might not see the life, but you know what? Your children or your children's children or their children, if you continue to follow Jesus and you sow that seed, life will come from the death, even if it doesn't happen on earth in your lifetime. Yeah, where okay. was that other? I mean, I was just, again, you guys, this friend I was talking to, Oh, yeah, it's verse 2 in Psalm 100. Serve the Lord with gladness. Serving is planting seeds, y'all. Mm. Like, it's la- it's surrendering and being open to what God is about to do, yeah. no matter what the circumstance is. Yeah. And I think it's so powerful. My friend was just telling me her testimony. They recently just lost a, a child um, after some miraculous things that God did. And she yeah. was like, I was just kind of wrestling with God. Like, why is this happening? And her testimony, y'all, like just hearing the what God is doing in their heart, the fact that her and her husband are coming together and they will not let this break up their marriage. I just felt this like anointing power of like, yeah, Satan, like <laughs> screw you. <laughs> and all of the things that you try and do yeah. in our lives, we are stronger than that. And yeah. it's because of God that we are stronger. Mm. And that does truly you guys like there is fight in you god has victory in you and it is not the end unless god says it is the yeah. end and i know we're kind of straying a little bit off gratitude so we'll pull it back but i just no, think that's good. our testimonies are so powerful to this um this topic right here of yeah. gratitude because you you don't even realize that what you're going through right now is going to help someone else yeah. break free in their life yeah. But God's going to use it. Yeah. He's going to use it in a powerful way. And you might not see that now, yeah. but he is about to use it for some really great things. All right. All right. Point three. Point three. If you've not kept track, you'll have to go back and listen for what points one and two are. Cause I almost no, forgot. point one no. is gratitude yeah. brings is comes from the present. Yep. And that point life two, or death is in the power of life, the tongue. Yep, and we can't and live a life of gratitude if we're speaking death over our life. Point number three all of this, none of this matters if it's not wrapped up and rooted in the truth of Jesus yes. and his word. You could write all the, like I said gratitude earlier, you could write all the truth. gratitude lists. Yep, gratitude, gratitude comes, comes from, from truth, truth because when we know what's true, we can live from a place of gratefulness for that. Yeah. But the only thing that is always true, the only thing that is always sure is the word of the Lord, is the person of Jesus. And so the importance of if you want to live a life filled with gratitude and you want to lead from a place of gratitude, it is going to require I'm going to say it daily, and I'm saying this for myself right now because there's days I don't do this, and I notice it, daily being in the truth of God's word. I'm not saying you need to spend an hour reading Psalms and then spend an hour, you know, singing hymns, and then this is, that's not what it is. This is not about quantity. This is about quality Mm -hmm. and spending time in the word. Are we in tune with how God is speaking to us through his word? Because I, I do believe when we are, we get a different perspective on life. We get a different perspective on our circumstances. And it allows us to see how he's working, even if we don't see the details of it. It allows us to see how he's working in our current reality and go, God, thank you that even though I can't see 
what you're doing. You are still good. Your mercies are still new. Your truth is everlasting through all generations. You're, that that we can't we can't leave from that space if we're not rooted and connected into His Word, which is how we commune with. It's how we connect with Him. It's how He speaks to us. Gosh, I mean, there's so much I want to talk about this, and I'm like trying to figure out where I want to start. <laughs> but y'all, stop making yourselves feel guilty for not being a Bible scholar and knowing all the things. The Bible is for you to get curious and to learn more about God. Mm -hmm. Like, I have not even started to scratch the surface of what I feel like God's about to teach me through the Word, but you will develop slowly in knowing His Word. And I mean, I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I think some people think they need to like read the Bible front to back and all of these things. Now, I think some of you... You don't know the word of God and you need to know the word of God. You're desperate for hope and and I'm being real like just blunt here, but you're desperate for hope in your marriage, but you don't even know what God says about loving your husband. And I'm, I'm sorry to put it like that, but like we need to know Jesus yeah. so we can know how to have a healthy marriage, so we can know how to have confidence. Like the things that you desire in your life come from knowing God's word yeah. and the truth that is in God's word. And when you start to read Psalm 139 over yourself every morning, ladies, you will feel like you are fearfully and wonderfully made because you are speaking that life mm. over yourself in the present moment and your brain looks for things to see in your day because of that stuff yeah and on the second note that i want to just bring up we're cheating ourselves out of quality life when we just let our pastor's viewpoint of the bible on sunday dictate what it is that we know about god mm. y'all god wants to have an experience with you in his word there's so many ways to do that even if you're a new baby christian or you're just starting out or maybe you don't even know jesus at all and you stumbled upon across this podcast and you're still listening way to go good way for to you go for sticking through this many <laughs> but what i want to encourage you with is if you don't feel like you're killing it in this area that's okay just start yeah the Bible app has a verse of the day every single day. That's a great place to start getting yeah. in the word and ingesting God's word yeah. on a daily basis. And I kind of like that it's stories. Like it's like stories on Instagram, you guys, on yeah. the Bible app. It's yeah. really amazing. And it's free. It's all free. But the cool part about this is that, you know, daily walking with God, y'all, it's five minutes, five, ten minutes, and then it'll start getting longer and more yeah. abundant. Or and there might be days where you just notice you need more. Like there's yeah. times I open up my Bible and it's literally the first sentence I read and I'm like, well, God, there you did. You spoke. You know, I'm gonna, <laughs> and I go and I journal and I like, it does not look the same for everyone. But sometimes I think we can, when we're trying to live a life of gratitude, we can get really caught in I'm going to go buy this book on gratitude. I'm going to go listen to a sermon on gratitude. I'm yeah. going to go do a whatever on gratitude. And those aren't bad things, guys. But when we start replacing the truth of God's word with someone else, someone else's interpretation of it, which could still be a very good, accurate, right interpretation, but nonetheless is it can't going be to be your there. main yeah it's just can't it's not the meat like yeah. the meat is god's word it's the foundation and everything else then then when you go and listen to those things you can go does this actually line up with truth 
Does this align yeah. with truth? And and some of you might be going, well, people read the Bible and interpret all sorts of different things. Well, here's my, what I would say to that. This is a very simple answer to a very great question. But if you are surrendered to Jesus and you have given your life to him, truly the person of Jesus, and you have a the humility in your heart to say, Holy Spirit, help me to see what it is you're truly saying here. Yeah in this word. Help me to see not what I want to see, not what I want to hear, not what I hope is true, not what the world says you say, but what are you saying in your word? Y'all, the Holy Spirit does not go back on, like when you ask for wisdom, he's going to give it to you. So start from that place. Let that be the foundation. Mm -hmm. And as you're reading that and you're going, I'm still not quite understanding, then yes, seek out the wisdom of somebody who you know is walking with Jesus. Or who and has you know studied who the has word. Studied it. And yes, you know, you can get into the I mean, people have degrees upon degrees in this thing, but the Bible is not written only for theologians to understand. Yes. Like the people who the first people who who read this, like they didn't you don't need a professional to understand the Bible. What mm. you need is the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart and to and to humble yourself to ask for that. And I'm saying you, as in the proverbial all of us, we all need to do this. I need to do this. And when we do, and you might be going, well, this feels way off from gratitude. But no, because if we want to live a life of true gratitude, we have to start here. We have to start in the truth of God's word and let it flow out from that. Like Jay was saying, you know, Ladies, if you really want to know what's true about you, and men, I feel like men, this could no, apply to men. Well, too, yes, all sure. of it is because it's not like any no parts of the Bible were just written for. I mean, there's certain you know Proverbs 31 is very clearly about women, women. but but most of the Bible is meant is meant for everyone. And so, men, ladies, you know when you're when you want to know what's true about you, so that you can live from a place of gratitude hmm. for who God made you to be and how He's wired you and how He's created you, and go, God, thank you for. Thank you that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. Thank you that that your thoughts about me are greater than the number of grains of sand on the beaches. Thank you for all... You can't know those things if you're not in his word. And Some so, of you guys don't even know that that's a verse in Psalm Go look it up. Go look it up. But he, these are the things he thinks about you, not because of what you can do or what you're capable of, but because of who he is. And then we can go, God, thank you that that's unchanging. Yeah. That even when I don't feel it about myself, these truths are unchanging because you are unchanging. And if you spoke it, Mm. it cannot change. If you spoke it, it is forever true. So no matter what my circumstances are, I can come back to gratitude for you, the unchanging one, the always present, the always faithful, the always true. And that is, that's gratitude. Like that is, that is even just speaking it like that. I feel grateful right now. Not because anything's changed in the last hour. I'm just grateful that I serve a king who does not change. Mm. Because this world, we haven't even really talked about this world in the last 30 minutes. But this world, y'all, is never going to live up to your expectations. And it's never going to fulfill you. And it is always changing. And there is there is no, the world has no truth. Like, there is no truth. But this is true. And so if you want something that keeps you living a life of gratitude in all seasons, in all circumstances, it's the person of Jesus and, and, and his word, which is what he gave to us. Yeah. So as we wrap up this podcast on gratitude, I hope that as you 
as you go into your Thanksgiving week that this just gives you a little bit of a different perspective on Thanksgiving. And again, to reference the scriptures that we use today, Psalm 100, maybe you meditate on that. It's just it's just four verses, five yeah. verses, right? Yeah, five it's, verses. it's five verses. And I would even say, because you're hearing this a couple of days before Thanksgiving, I want to challenge you this week to just take time every morning. And I, and I say morning because it's the start of your day. Mm, and what yeah. you start your day with is what you will look for. Start your day every morning this week, just out loud reciting Psalm 100. Maybe you do it as a family. Maybe Maybe you're the only spouse who is following Jesus right now. And it's just you. And it's you and you're trying to raise your kids up in this and be be the light in your home. Read it over yourself. Read it over your life multiple times a day if you need to, but at least one time a day. Read this scripture. Speak life and gratitude over your yeah. current reality and watch as it shifts, not because of the things around you changing, but because you are recognizing the goodness and 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 the the steadiness and the faithfulness of Jesus in the midst of your life. So true. So we just want to thank you guys for listening to the Restored Living Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please pay it forward and share it with whoever came to mind as you were listening. We'd love to have you join in on the conversation and community over on Instagram at Restored Living. And as always, let's live today restored. Love you guys.